0: Um, what's up guys this is the genocidal talk and i forget what episode i'm on but i am coming to you live and direct and i'm gonna turn off all my notifications i'm gonna make sure that it vibrates but um so today pretty much i'm gonna cover some news that i saw um the first news i want to cover is the big cast situation so there was a lot more um, in that situation that was not said at the time of the recording when I was recording my podcast but I'm going to say it now so there was allegedly that he was not only drinking on the world tour, uh, the UK tour and he was also causing disruptions because you know he's a Trump supporter and he's one of those you got two types of Trump supporters Trump supporters that will argue with you about every little thing and cause a fight about every little thing, or the ones that are just straight up say Trump is good and Trump is this and Trump is that, you know, then you got Trump supporters who really don't say nothing because they don't really give a fuck, you know? So those are the type of Trump supporters you run into. Um, majority of them are hotheads and Colin Cassidy, big Cass or William, I forgot his last name. He's one of those Trump supporters that are hot-headed, and he got into multiple, multiple ma- uh, screaming matches and or physical um, altercations in the back because of his political views. Now, I'm not saying his political views are wrong. I'm just saying that his political views and the way he is hot-headed um, is the reason why they think that, he they, they, they feel like as if they needed to fire him. But not only that, there was an incident that happened with him and Carmella. So Carmella um, is now the women's champion for SmackDown. And I'm not saying that is part of the reason why, but it could be a vast majority of the reason why. Um, Colin Cassidy pulled Carmella over to the side and he was talking about how he wanted to get back with her. Now, I'm not saying the women's champion, her her being women's champion is the reason why, but it could be. We don't know yet. We're, we're waiting for details to come out. But <clears throat> the way it was supposed to go is they were supposed to have a conversation, and it was supposed to end off with the conversation on a good note, I guess. It was supposed to have them, or what he thought in his mind was try to get her back. But what ended up happening was the fact that they—he's hot-headed—and they got into a screaming match. Didn't help, so they got into a screaming match, and the next thing you know is Cass, big Cass, um, proceeds to grab Carmella after she tries to walk away from him, um, and holds her to try to keep her like quiet, um. The Bludgeon Brothers came over, they stopped it. They saw everything and they stopped it. Um, so did a few other wrestlers. They came over, I think it was uh the New Day and um uh, the Usos, they came over to break them up. And she didn't suffer any lacerations or anything like that, no bruises, nothing like that. It was more like he pulled he pulled her back in to try to talk to her and she was just not having it and that's what caused the them to have a screaming match. It was it, it went from them screaming at each other to them well, to him getting physical and her screaming. Um I haven't heard anything else. Oh, well actually there's one more. The there was the time where he got locked into the bathroom. So he was he's um he suffered from claustrophobia. And a lot of people suffer from that. Um I suffer from that a little bit. You know, I don't like to be in tight spaces because it, it kind of freaks me out. And if you don't know, when you have claustrophobia, um, two one or two, one of three things I want to say happens. You freak out and you start getting manic and you start breaking things. That's number one. Two, you hyperventilate and you possibly pass out. Or three, you immediately feel like the walls are closing in, and you get dizzy. So, those are the things that happen when you have claustrophobia. Uh, he suffers from that, and the rest of the story would be a good idea or a joke to lock him into the tour bus bathroom. Um, well, that wasn't the greatest idea because he suffers from that, and he decides to kick a hole in the door, punch a hole in the door. And, pray, and possibly not possibly. He did. He broke down the bathroom door, and with that happening, now everybody on the tour bus had to use the bathroom with the door open. Um, again, these are the things that happened to big Cast. and and I that that's not his fault. And I, I could vouch for him on that. If you suffer from that, that's something you know you don't want really happening to you. Cause I know I wouldn't want that happening to me. You know, you, it's kind of hard to find your center of peace when you're being forced into a small space and locked into that small space. So it, 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 I, I feel him on that, that could happen to anybody and I wouldn't want that happening to me. Um, <clears throat> hopefully big has can clear up his name. Um, William, I forgot his last name. I'm telling you, I can't remember. I'm not good with last names, but hopefully he goes to ring of honor or impact. I'm hoping ring of honor, because he looks more like a ring of honor wrestler than a a impact wrestler. But, you know, and besides, and besides, we don't need any more um, impact wrestlers. Now, moving on from big cast, we're going to talk about something that I would have never thought would happen, but is happening. So, WWE signed two new um, wrestlers, and they were—they both worked, were former uh, TNA wrestlers. Uh, the wrestler going by Laurel Laurel Van Ness—I um, forgot her real name—but she's dating actually Zack Ryder, so that's that's uh, you know Zack Ryder's girlfriend. So she's in developmental. She was spotted there, and also Robbie E. And if you don't know, Robbie E got released um, back in December, I think, in 2017. And he hasn't done anything really other than Grimm's Toy Show Wrestling. And you can check that out. Um, I'm not giving him a sponsorship. I'm just saying you can check it out. It's okay. It's, it's good if you like to see familiar faces. But if you like wrestling with a plot and everything that wouldn't be the show to watch. Actually they're not on well, this whole stupid thing of uh clowns and, and aliens and shit like that. It's it's to me it's stupid. After after they moved out of their grandmother's house and did the Slender Men and stuff like that, after they did all that, I I didn't like GTS wrestling. So um I don't I don't I, don't, I still subscribe to them, which I don't know understand why, but Um, they're not as good as they used to be, but yes, he was working there as well as, as well as James Ellsworth. He was working there. Um, and he's been spotted at the NXT, um, well, the WWE developmental, uh, area. Now, what does that mean for us? That means, um... We're going to see Robbie E in action We're going to see Laura Vanette, Laurel Van Ness In action And that is also great And how did Impact respond to that Well they responded by Signing Rich Swan, Who actually debuted um, This Thursday um, He was he Faced against Trevor Lee and he beat Trevor Lee And the match was actually pretty Entertaining I thought like Rich Swann would have had lost a little bit of a step Or had a little ring rust the guy didn't lose any steps. He, the guy is well into shape, and he's working with his wife. So that's in, in the same company. So that's pretty good. So hopefully they can intertwine with each other and have a storyline with each other. You know, that would be really great. That would be something very interesting. But, yeah, Rich Swan never lost a step in Impact. And I, I'm glad that he actually took my advice and went back into the wrestling scene, whether it be back in um New Japan, well, going to New Japan, um, going to Ring of Honor or working Impact, it, it's great to see him back on in wrestling. I thought he was retired, but he's obviously not retired. He's he's doing um, something really great with his career. Now, I, I want to say also for Robbie and um, Laura Von I wish him nothing but the best of luck. Hopefully, the NXT roster will treat him well, and hopefully they get to keep their, their TNA gimmick and their TNA name. Um, or at least Robbie E because that'd be nice to see Robbie E as, um, uh, Robbie E and WWE. Like they gave a- EC3 EC3 from TNA to now WWE. Um, now moving on from that, and this is going to be a really short, um, short podcast. I already know it. Um, we're going to talk about the, the women's, um, The women's tag team title. So Becky Lynch, for about the better half of two years now, or a year, has been going to Vince McMahon, pitching pitching this idea to uh, to him about the women's tag team, like a new division, completely new, redesigned, revamped of the tag teams for women. Now, it would make sense if... We to get more stables because right now we have the Iconics. Right now we have the and uh, the Riot Squad Absolution, the better half of the two, I guess, or whatever the case may be. The two of them, whatever. Um, so it would be nice to see something be done, and it, it's it's hard to say, but. I, I think it's a good concept. It it's a, it brings back that nostalgic feel of the '80s when WWE first did it. But I, and I'm surprised WrestleTalk didn't bring this up. TNA actually did the same thing um, few years a uh, few years prior. They, I want to say, in about 2013, 14, around that time, they brought in a women's tag team division. It went. It started going places, but then. Eric Young kind of screwed it up, you know. Well, and, and I don't think it was Eric Young's fault. I think it was more develop, uh, developmental, and um, not developmental. Um, the 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 people in the back. I want to say the the writers. Yes, the writers. They they kind of screwed it up, um, and it just didn't help the fact, and it didn't help the case at all. I I just find it very very stupid how they thought it was a good idea to have a man win a tag teams for women um i mean in 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 a sense you can say that he's the first james ellsworth of t n a or james the first james ellsworth at all, but I think it was just a stupid concept and a stupid way of executing um the women's tag team division because it just it just shows how weak women are without men in t n a um and that's not sorry about that that's not the case when when, um, when you had when TNA had Daphne and all these other girls there working and busting their ass and doing doing things that women never normally do in the WWE, doing it in TNA and doing it well, you can say. So I, I just found that a really little stupid, but they're doing something with the women's division in uh, the WWE, and hopefully they they do impact where. They bring in the tag team titles and for women, and have it spread across, you know, have it fluctuate between NXT, uh, Raw, and SmackDown. Um, that would be a really great concept, and that would be really great to see something like that on screen and see how they work. Um, they work getting these these titles floating around. Now, speaking of NXT. Um. NXT is getting, probably getting a deal for TV, which I'm going to voice my opinion now. I think it's a bad idea. I think they need to stick with what they have, which is the WWE Network, because they have something really, really beautiful. Now, once you have, um, and I was thinking about this when people were excited about um, signing up, talking about this, I'm pretty sure that. They brought it up. They were trying to get a contract because of since Fox was trying to sign uh, SmackDown and try to get SmackDown on their, their networking. Um, they're trying to work some deal out for NXT, NXT. And I think it's a good idea to for people who never saw it before. I think it's a bad idea overall because you lose all of that creative control that you had when you were on the WWE Network. When you're on the WWE network, you don't have to uh, follow guidelines or anything like that. So whatever happens, happens. You know, um, with the, the with the TV television now, things have to be kind of censored and and/or watered down. Storylines have to be not vulgar, and it just it just overall beats the purpose of NXT uh, and making NXT special. I, I just feel like that them signing a contract to any kind of TV deal is a bad idea. Um, Hopefully they don't sign any contracts for their TV deals because it's pretty bad. It's, it, NXT is great where it's at right now. N- no really room for adjustments. No need to um have um, something on TV when it could be something premium to the WWE Network and make more people subscribe because I heard NXT takeovers every year before WrestleMania is actually better than the WrestleMania itself. And I've seen that firsthand. So... You kinda don't wanna to, to like lose that special feel because of television and networking and stuff like that. It's it's a bad idea. I think NXT needs to stay on the WWE network and just do its own thing. But this that does it for this podcast today. It's been a very short one, it's been fifteen minutes. And I know the room the the, the audio is different in this room. I'm in the bathroom right now. I'm like in the bathroom because I actually found out that you could get echoes here and it's really nice and I like the echo and and everything. So, but this will do it for this podcast. I will start doing another one soon. Um, if you haven't been listening, please listen, please subscribe. Key, please keep keying into Gen- uh, Genocide Talk. This has been a Genocide Talk and I'm your host, Genocide. Peace.